this guy, uh, you're not going to miss him whenever the hell they decide to run the finals for NHRA Indy 1. No, this is from Indy 2. Indy 2. Here's the deal, though, Kenny. I know why you're confused. TJ Zizzo was in the headlines, Indy 1 and Indy 2, for whatever reasons. We, we need to talk to him about all of it. And it's just it's baffling to me how he's in the finals, yet he hasn't been able to participate in those finals yet. So, yeah, I get it. TJ Zizzo, NHRA top fuel pilot, in the finals, eventually joining us here in the Freak Nation. And do you understand why we're baffled that you haven't finished the finals for Indy 2? I love that you guys are the Freak Nation, <laughs> and I'm the Ziz Nation. I love that kind <laughs> of stuff. My God, you guys are fantastic. Damn. Are you, Thanks, are you Are you going to answer my damn question, TJ? You're going to sit there and stroke us, Broham. Well, let me tell you. The finals from Indy 2, the Summer Nationals, right? It feels like four years ago, Seriously? doesn't it? But it's only been like 25 days, and I have another 20 days to think about it or to churn in my stomach so I could puke on my shoes eventually. Um, yeah, man, this is... This has taken a long time. I mean, Mother Nature basically pissed on us. And when she did that, the race weekend was over. That was it. It was done. Put your stuff in your trailer and go home. Well, man, it's been a long time, hasn't it? Yes. I just don't understand why not. Like we've seen with so many races in the past, why not just wait one more day? I mean, you guys are already there. It stinks to have to pack everything up and then go, well, essentially 45 days until you get to finish a particular race. Why not the next day? But also why not Indy 3 or why not wherever the next race was set to be at that time? Boy, you're smart, aren't you? <laughs> um, multiple reasons, right? Here, here's reason number one. First thing I said is, hey, let's wait for this thing, this weather to blow over. We were watching the radar. We knew within the next three, four hours it was going to clear up, and we could have raced it that evening. Um, but they said they did not have adequate light for us to go down the racetrack. So when we go there for the U.S. Nationals, when we go there for that race, they have additional lighting shipped in to give the racers a good look at the racetrack. My argument to that was I've been down every, sh can I swear on your show or no? No, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've been down every bad racetrack in the country where you can't see the end of the quarter mile. And I still managed to do it. Um, but that's the difference between an old school guy like me and <laughs> maybe the new school racers out there. Um, the new school racers need that perfect arena, right? Um, I could race down a dirt road if I really chose to. Um, so that was that was option number one. So that didn't go through. Option number two was to run it the next day. The problem with the next day is NHRA had all their employees flying back to Glendora that next day. Um, so that was a little bit of a challenge to them. On top of that, there would be no TV coverage. And if I'm going to win with our team, I want some TV coverage. I, I want it bad, right? Right. So that was issue number two. We wanted the TV coverage for our team and for Rustoleum. So we, after that, said they asked us to go to Indy number three, which was last weekend. That's 
all good, but I'm not getting paid to go to that event from Rustoleum because at that point we weren't even planning on going to the U.S. Nationals, let alone Indy number three. Oh, so I'm not going to go there for seventy five hundred bucks. Um, so we weren't going to that event. Then the next option was the U.S. Nationals. Well, we weren't scheduled to go to the U.S. Nationals. So I had to call my boss at Bristolium on a Sunday late afternoon and say, hey, we got a great opportunity to be on FS1 during Q3 at the U.S. Nationals. And she told me, she goes, well, you're not scheduled to go to the U.S. Nationals. <laughs> I said, yes, Lisa, but I would really like your blessing. So she said, okay, no problem. Skip Atlanta and go to the U.S. Nationals. So that was kind of all done on the fly. All of this conversation, guys, was going on during the rain and during that delay. The business side of the sport, huh? Right. So that's the reason we didn't do it in Indy 3. So last weekend, my dad and I went to Indy 3. And I'm calling it Indy 3 for that reason, right? We went to Indy 3 just to spectate on that Saturday. Um, one to spectate and one to pick up parts and drop off parts. Um and it was a great weekend because uh, the conditions were very, very similar to the conditions of Indy 2. So we would have been able to do very well there. So that was all fine and dandy. But once again, we need at least $100,000 plus uh, to go to an event. Um, so we weren't going to go outside of our uh, schedule for the year and try and go to an extra event for reasons of losing our butt. That's why. So let's back up just a second. So yep. is there a solid date, time, place on this earth that you're going to get your final in against that other rookie and Justin Ashley? But to answer your question, at this point, it is scheduled for the third qualifying attempt at the U.S. Nationals and that will be at 6.20 p.m., September the 5th. So that's answering one question. <laughs> Let's go to the fact that you – no, hold on. Let's go to the fact that this is this, – it's been – how long, Crasher, since – Oh, it's it, been 23 years. I mean, we're talking about history with the Andretti family at Indianapolis today, and that's it's been – 33 years since an Andretti has sat on the pole for the Indy 500, and now it's 23 years since an actual first-timer winner in top fuel has ever happened in the NHRA. Crazy. The year has been filled with craziness. Yes. <laughs> yes, it has. So how are you going to beat Justin Ashley's ass? We are going to continue what we've done since 2014. <laughs> Go to less races and do a really damn good job at those races. Because there was a time when we went to half the amount of events or we would go to 20, you know, we would go to as many events as we could fit in a calendar year. That was not smart racing by us. So we take the time to make everything perfect. Like right now, I'm at the, at the shop. The guys were at the shop all day working on a soup, a our supercharger, which is third in line to make that as good as the first one in line. So to answer your question, it will be to do the best job we can that we've done for a long time now and go to each event well prepared. 
that's the only way you could win and do good job during, you know, these trying times of only having two qualifying passes as well instead mm-hmm. of four like we're used to. So I don't want to sound confusing to your listeners, but there's a lot going on this year. You know, it's taken us 40 years to get to this point, and we will have to wait. You know, we had to wait another 40 more days to get to the point of September the 5th. So, you know, we're just going to take everything in stride and do the best job we can. TJ Zizzo, you mentioned some issues from Indy 1 and 2, but issues aside, you've got some mojo in this thing, and you're going to make it work. You're making me smile at this point. But out of the corner of my eye, I see my son with this hot rod RC car. He's a 13-year-old, right? Um, playing with his hot rod RC car, and I'm just thinking back as you're talking and answering these questions. I remember the days of standing next to an RC car, and now today I get to stand next to a top fuel car. How cool is that? I mean, you know, life is good. Life is good, and I will have the opportunity to do the best I can. And Indy has been good to, to me since I started my licensing process way back in August of 1991. That's how long ago it was, and I've made my first pass ever in my dad's top alcohol dragster in 1991 at Indy. So you're right. You're right. It's a, it's a great place to race. You know, TJ Zizzo, it fascinates me how drivers can go to one track and just get out of the car and know that they are home and they're going to do well. What is it when you pull through the gates that you know this is your weekend? Our sport is very mental, you know, from a driver's perspective. It's mental. You could have... uh, best weekend going just because you had that right train of thought, that right thought process. Like for an example, if you feel you're struggling as a driver and you tell your crew chief, and I'm just making this up. If you tell your crew chief, well, my foot doesn't feel comfortable in the throttle pedal and your crew chief goes down there and makes no adjustment at all, but tells you that he did a driver will feel better. So when, as a driver, when I pull into Indianapolis, it is a beautiful, well, it's not a beautiful place. I can't say that. (laughs) That'd be a lie. The the pit area is is hellacious, but the racetrack itself is a great place. There's a lot of history there. Um, And there's a lot of history, you know, as I mentioned, just going down the racetrack at 16 years of age, many, many moons ago, I'm 44 now, I think, um, you know, seeing the racing surface, seeing the retaining walls and the finish line and stuff, and seeing the wind lights that we've had there have been spectacular. I mean, seeing the wind light against Terry McMillan's semifinal round, when I got out of the car, I was I was weeping like a little baby, but I, I couldn't show it that much yet, because when we turn on the wind light against Justin Ashley, it's going to be, it'll be euphoria. It'll be something that I've never felt before, so I'm looking forward to all that. Top fuel driver TJ Zizzo had some bad news this week from the NHRA world. Some drivers, including Dom Lagana, were involved in an accident. Very serious injuries. You have any update on any of that? So I'm gonna I'm gonna back up a little bit on all of this, right? Um, I've been bothered all week long by it. Um, there are two people. When my dad and I went to spectate uh, last Saturday, so what? eight days ago now, right? Um, there were two people I wanted to see. Like, I went out of my way to see. One is a dear friend of mine, Ron Tobler. The other is the other dear friend friend of mine in the drag racing world, 
Dom Lagana. Mm. Um, Dom and Bobby have been friends of ours since the IHRA days when we would go up and down the road with those guys um, and race against them and borrow parts from them and they would borrow parts from us. And to this day, both of those gentlemen have helped us be successful at the races we're going to. Um, Dom at one point was our crew chief on our car for one day in Gainesville because our crew chief was meeting with the president of the United States. <laughs> so these are cool things that Dom and I have bonded over, um, over time. Um, so I woke up on a Monday morning, came to the shop as I always do at six 30. I turned on the TV and I saw looting going on in my favorite city in the world, Chicago, right? I live a couple miles out of town. Uh, disappointed by that. Then I sit down at my desk. I go through some paperwork as I would starting to get ready for a Monday in our body shop. Um, right after our team meeting in the morning, I get a text from one of our team members on our race car stating, you know, New York man heard an auto accident. And I'm like, what the hell is this? I read it. And that was the second bad news that I got that morning. Um, Instantly, I tried to call his brother. His brother did not pick up the phone, of course, um, and truly felt lost. I felt confused. I, I didn't know exactly what happened other than the article I read that everyone read in our motorsports world, right? Um, so this has been a trying week. Um, we're all just praying. I, I texted Steve Torrance, and his his text to me was simply pray. And at that point, from a racer standpoint, we're all, we all think we're invincible. So when someone says that, you know, it's really going to be a challenging time in Tom's life and his family's life and his friend's life. So then we'll, we'll see how this works out. I, I I'm praying as we speak, I'm sick to my stomach as we are speaking about it. Um, and he is a dear friend. And I mean that dear friend. What's the latest oh, on Richie Crampton? Richie Crampton is in better health, better shape. Mm -hmm. um, there's going to be a long recovery there as well. Another long recovery. Um, but his, his, he's, he, he's okay. Got he it. is okay. Meaning he'll get through it. He will get through it. So that, that's a plus. Absolutely. A plus. Richie's out of the woods, but everybody's buddy Dom is not. Correct. Got mm. it. That's correct. All right. Well, TJ, thanks for doing this, man. This was fun. I uh, We wish you the best to get your happy ass that first win, big dude. <laughs> you know, I am so looking forward to it. Our entire team is. I've, I've worked with some of our team members for an excess of 27 years, and to get a win with this group of characters is going to be awesome. TJ, thanks for doing this, buddy. You're welcome, guys. Have a wonderful night. Taped that interview with him uh, a couple of weeks ago, but felt it was relevant to what's going on this weekend in, at the NHRA and U.S. Nationals. But, yeah, uh, still, with Dom Lagana still serious in serious conditions. We'll keep you updated on that as we move forward here in the Freak Nation. U.S. Nationals, just how strange is that going to be? That's just freaking odd everything is strange this yep. year the indy 500 was weird everything's weird 